Hey, how are you doing out there? My name is Noel Michael Smith and you're listening to the Lofu Fitness Lifestyle Podcast. It's really good to be back with you here today again. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. No matter where in the world you are sitting down, standing up, running around listening to this podcast, I'm just so happy that you're tuning in. Today's show is called Disappointment to Success. I had a rough weekend. I've got to tell you, I'm shooting... I'm shooting? No, I'm not. I'm recording this podcast and Sunday, (laughs) we had grading. Grading, I run a martial arts club called Lofu Kung Fu and Kickboxing and twice a year we have grading and it so happens that we had grading this Sunday or Sunday gone, the 12th of May. Before I go on, I want to read a quote from myself that I put out on a WhatsApp group that we have for the fitness class that I have on a Tuesday at Daintree School. So here it is. While the world and everything in it is changing around you, this is a good time to make a few changes yourself. Move swiftly while no one's watching. I put that out and I'm going to put some context to that statement that I make because I often put out quotes, things that pop into my head when I'm sitting down, sleeping, driving, wherever, it doesn't matter. And I feel compelled to actually tell you about this stuff because I'm a talker, right? That's why I do this podcast. So I like talking and bringing you all the information that I've got doing this whole gymnastics dance in my head. Now, I had a grade in this weekend and it was it was a train wreck. It was terrible. I have never seen anything like it in the years that I've been teaching the kids and the adults. Well, there weren't any adults, predominantly kids, predominantly kids and teenagers. They were lifeless. There was nothing coming from them, no energy. They were forgetting all the techniques. I wanted to pack up and go home. It's the first time I've ever stopped a grading. And I said to them, if I don't get better, in fact, I didn't say that to them. I said, I feel like stopping this grading and getting you all to grade in November. We have two gradings a year, one in May, one in November. And many clubs have three or four. And we chose, decided a while ago to raise the standard we would have the gradings further apart. Because if you got people grading every two months, three months or four months, then your standard's gonna be, you're gonna have substandard students in that time. They need more time to work out and perfect their techniques. It's gotten from bad to worse, right? It's gotten from bad to worse. It was a disappointment as the headlines of this podcast is suggesting, just as it says on the tin, it was a disappointment. Now. These students have been practicing diligently since Christmas, that's four months ago. And I get this, with the exception of maybe four or five students, it was really poor. And this low substandard bottom of the gutter techniques and stuff that I was getting has been a slow, steady trend coming on. I saw this coming a while back. Every month, I make a class plan, ironing out the techniques, what I want them to learn. We go through those techniques in the class every single week. I expect them to go home and work on those techniques. Every single thing they did in the grading, they've been doing for the last four months. They come to the grading and it was so disappointing, I couldn't even bring myself to look. My gradings, we changed the system a while back 
If any of you ladies or gentlemen out there have children or if yourself do karate, kung fu, kickboxing, any of those martial arts and you go to those gradings, you know they're as boring as heck. Man, I've been doing it for years. My mother came to one of my gradings when I was 13, 14 and she said she's not coming back. You know, these uh, fiesta Jamaican women are like, all the other gradings after that I went to, I had to do them on my own. My sister came to a couple to support me because I really wanted a family member there. But my mother never came back because she weren't prepared to sit in a grading all day watching other people's children do the techniques when her own child is just sitting watching, right? And that's primarily what it is. I didn't want that to happen in this modern day life here. No doubt I don't want people to come and go because we tried that and there was it was lifeless. So we have a system now where we make it an entertainment. We want the parents to love what they see, love watching their own children and other children because it's exciting. Not stay there, read a book and want to be somewhere else. And I wanted to be somewhere else in this grading. It was my grading. I wanted to be somewhere else. Hate to be this way in a podcast. I just cannot express it any other way. I've got to say I cannot do that. I'm just stunned with disbelief of what I saw and one of the girls who helps me out on all the gradings with the preparation and everything and she couldn't make it because she had a dance competition or a dance performance going on somewhere else and she asked me the other day yesterday it was how did the grading go I said Karen thank goodness you weren't there it was carnage she she laughed and said, surely it weren't that bad, no. I said, yeah, it was that bad. Anyway, the parents at the end came up to me, some of the parents came up to me and apologised for their children's performance. The parents have been in the class, sitting down, seeing their children do the techniques and perform them at a high level. Can you say it's the occasion of being examined, being in front of a grading panel, they've done that before, yeah, and it's important for them, there's two things, that, I mean, this is for another, I keep saying this, for another podcast, there's two ways of looking at grading somebody, you grade by coursework or examination, I always favour the examination, because the examination puts people in a pressure situation, and when you have a situation where someone's attacking you, or you've got to fight for your life and honour, you are in a pressure situation. You've got to get used to that. We have a technique called a shock technique. Stand with your legs and arms apart like a star and the other student just slaps you lightly. Slaps you in the arm, legs, shoulders, belly, all over. Because that gets you used to being hit. The first thing that throws you in any kind of physical contact is the initial first hit. Someone hits you, oh my goodness, they've got the audacity to hit me, you're shocked. That, if you don't get over that shot quick, your dog's dinner. The person's going to pile up on top of you and finish you off. You can't afford to have that shock. Now, having an examination, a grading, is part of that pressure that you need to have because that pressure, you have it every day in life. When you go for an interview, you're going for a grading. When you go for your driving test, you go for a grading. You learn to fly an aeroplane, you go for a grade. And you want to be a doctor, you go, anything you do in life, you've got to be tested. This is a test for those boys and girls. So they need to overcome this. This is part of life. This is part of what they've got to do. 
So you can't come there, learn all the things and freeze. You know, I have this motto. When you're in a boxing ring or in a tennis court, you would do well. Whether you win, lose or draw, you would do well if you've put in the work previous to that. If you haven't put in the work, then you deserve to fail. You must put the work in. These boys and girls had put the work in. I've seen them. Some of the parents came up to me apologizing for their children's performance because they've seen, they've been in the room while the kids have been working out, kids have been doing their work and they've seen their children do all the techniques at a good level and they get to the grading and this is what they got. But I had one lady who wasn't very good. I've had podcasts on this before, taking responsibility. Clearly, she didn't listen to that episode and she didn't take any responsibility at all. Her son was looking around all over the place, lack of concentration. Now, I'm going to tell you this and you may think I'm a wicked and cruel father, but my children and I have a special relationship, a very special relationship. And I tell you this right now, boys and girls, I have given many fathers, particularly fathers like myself, who has split up from the mother and the children live in two homes. I have given many fathers some good tips. I know what I'm doing because I've done this twice, right? Now, my daughter, without going into that and diversing, my daughter was in tears. She went for the grading as well. She was in tears. I put her in tears. Yeah, I put her in tears because I told her exactly how she did and I didn't pull any punches. My other daughter was there. She was on the table with me, watching down. And I said, what's going on with your sister? And she looked and said, I don't know. She knows all of this stuff. She's been doing it at home. Maybe it's something in the air. Maybe somebody sprinkled some kind of frozen dust all over my, the kids that were grading. Some kind of negative energy was flowing around. I, I don't know. But I told my daughter she was not good. I'm not accepting this standard because I want to protect my children and everyone else's children. When a situation arises, they need to be able to deal with it. They can't go freezing on it. They have to be able to deal with it. So my daughter got it the worst. So this lady who was in denial about her son, well, what can I say? She's going to reap what she sows. That's all I can say. Her son... I've seen her son already give her some trouble. Her son dictates. Her son tells her what to do. She doesn't tell her son what to do. He's the man of the house. He tells her everything. And that's not how it works in my head. You know this podcast is called Disappointment to Success? Success. Let me tell you about it a little bit. This podcast is running really long. So I, I've got so many more things to say. It will kind of go on for another hour, but it isn't. I'm going to end it soon. I'm going to do a part two to this. May, have, may even have to do a part three. I just want to touch on these things here. The executive center of the brain is where you make all your decisions, otherwise known as the hippocampus. I believe this doesn't have endless resources. People think they could just practice and practice and practicing is good but there's a time to practice and specific reasons why you may be able to practice and go through the techniques but come to get the memory yeah to conjure up the memory 
and there's nothing there to conjure up because you've practiced either at the wrong time, your mindset wasn't right at the time. There's so many things. And I want to cover this stuff in the next episode that we do. You do not have an endless source of willpower. Your willpower actually runs out. It gets tired. Yeah, there's a way and a process of getting this willpower to work for you. And I believe this is what the kids were suffering from. And there's a much deeper philosophy that I've got, which I will cover again in more depth. All I would say here is that willpower is not sustainable. You can't just have an endless source or you do not have an endless source of willpower. Willpower will run out. But the key is to know when to train, when to practice and when to use the will that God has given you. You know why I read you that quote at the beginning of this episode? Because life has changed, things have changed, children have changed, people have changed. So I'm going to be making some changes. As I said at the beginning of the episode when I read you the quote, my change is going to be swift. They're not even going to know it's come, but it's going to come and it's going to come quickly. I'm going to throw some things at the wall. As I said to one of my girls the other day, who's going to help me make this change? We throw some things at the wall, see what sticks, and then come November, we'll have a package. So what changes are you going to make? I have to make some changes because things around me are changing. Are things around you changing? What changes are you making to counteract the changes that are happening around you? When I see you next time, I'm going to be telling you how I'm going to make the changes, why I'm going to make the changes, you need to tune in because I'm going to be blowing your mind with some stuff. You got that? My name is Noel Michael Smith and it's so good to be with you here today. And you've been an amazing audience. I'm sorry if I've been a little bit negative, but I'm going to brighten up next time. For real. Hey, you take care. Oh.